Are you ever satisfied? And I'm guessing that's a no. But why is that? Today, I'm gonna talk to you about a simple shift that will increase your ambition and your goals while simultaneously increasing your fulfillment and enjoyment in life. My name is Kenneth Ott and welcome to Grow Time where we explore ideas to help you live a high performance life. And today I want to show you how to achieve more and love what you do simultaneously. And so this sounds like a woo-woo topic that a lot of people talk about. And uh, the truth is, is that it goes hand in hand with another thing that I talk about quite a bit. And the idea is valuing the process of winning. So if you've ever had the chance to meet celebrities, successful athletes, entrepreneurs, you'll quickly realize that many of them are unhappy despite their high achievements. And I've actually been able to coach a lot of entrepreneurs that are doing and growing through amazing things. You know, some that start at 300,000, uh, build a business and, and go from $300,000 a year to $100 million a year. I've coached people through that, that whole spectrum. And there have been times when the same people seem to simply not enjoy their life, regardless of the outside external success that it looks like they're having. So why is that? And it tends to be one thing. It's that they haven't reached the goal or potential that they set out to in their mind the way that they saw it. And so even though they've achieved a massive level of greatness and success, it's not the level that they see in their mind. And so they end up unhappy. And this tends to be the thing that actually drives people, right, to continue pursuing but that's a negative energy and it's a very difficult one and it's a sad and un unfulfilling one and it ends up leading to burnout. So the problem with this approach is that you end up hating your life and some even go to more horrible ends, right? We've all seen celebrities that have committed suicide and uh, people that have destroyed their families and their businesses and the lives of people around them, right? And just self-destruct. This happens because they're pursuing this goal that they can never achieve. And it actually feels discouraging and disappointing. And to make it worse, every time they achieve something, because it doesn't look like what they were trying to achieve, it actually ends up being a more negative situation, a more negative experience than a positive one. And I've actually fallen victim to this. And this is something, by the way, this subject is something that I'm currently working on, all right? In my life, I've dedicated, uh, started a year ago, dedicating myself to this idea of valuing the process of winning. And we've talked about that in other topics here, the idea of valuing the process of winning, right? And if you don't value the process, then you actually won't enjoy most of your life, okay? And if you don't value the process, you actually won't win because you don't win by valuing winning, you win by valuing the process that leads to winning. Winning is a byproduct, right? We've talked about that. Today, I wanna to talk about this idea of valuing the progress of winning, okay? It's the other side of valuing the process. And so when I've talked in the past about valuing the process, right, the doing, those are the small actions. 
Winning becomes a byproduct of the small actions. And as long as you enjoy and find value in the small actions, winning becomes a guarantee. It's actually automatic. Um, but that's just one part of it. When you win, right, when you achieve something, the thing or something, you have to be able to enjoy that too. And you need to find a way to um, compound your energy to motivate you to accelerate and do, do more of that, right? To achieve greater things. Otherwise, if you don't enjoy that part of it, then the winning isn't very sweet. It's not as sweet as you hoped for. And you end up not enjoying any part of your life, right? Because if you don't enjoy the process of winning and you only enjoy the winning, then you don't enjoy you know, the 90%. And then when you win, if you don't let yourself enjoy the winning, the other 10%, the progress, then you actually don't enjoy any of your life. And that's a sad life to live. It's not a, it's not a fulfilling life. It's not one that actually achieves great things either. So for a lot of us, winning is not always exactly the thing that we expected, right? It's just a little bit, it's close to it. Often it's close to it, sometimes it's not close to it. Maybe we failed, right? It was very far from it, right? We had a goal that we got close to, but we didn't hit it. So those situations may be disappointing. I think it's kind of cliche to, to talk about the idea of valuing the failure, right? And taking something from it. But I'm gonna change that. I'm gonna flip the perspective a little bit here because valuing the progress is specifically aimed at measuring your win or whatever situation you're in against the progress that you've made. So you take a past state that you were in and you look at the progress that you've made, where you came from versus your ideal goal. Because you don't want to be measuring your win against your ideal goal. The thing that you set out to achieve is not what you're going to measure your win against, at least not primarily, right? I just wanna say, why would I do this, right? I don't wanna be satisfied with a lesser achievement. That's not the reason why you would do this. The reason why you would do this is to actually see and get enjoyment out of the progress that you've made, right? So that you can enjoy your life. And the second reason you do this is when you can actually practically look at, right? You're not, you're not trying to spin anything. You're looking at where you were and where you are. I had a situation recently, I got to see um, myself executing something that I do right now, but it was 20 years ago, right? I got myself, I got to see myself perform that thing 20 years ago, right? I, I got, a, there was a video, I literally got to watch it, right? And um, it was horrible. I was so bad. I might be still really bad, but it was so bad to me. And before this concept, I would have been, embarrassed, okay? I would have felt shame, like how could I be so bad, right? But after this concept, instead of that, I looked at that thing and I said, this is awesome. I am so much better than that. That's, that person isn't even really me. That's just an earlier state of me, but it's not who I am today, exactly. It's by far not who I am today. And look at the progress that I've made. That's amazing, right? 
that is energizing. If I made that much progress now, and I could probably shorten that, prog- I can probably make faster progress now with what I know going into the future. How much faster can I go? How much closer will I be to what I'm trying to do? I reframed it and I was able to because of this concept of valuing the progress. And that's the reason you do it. The second reason you do it besides enjoyment is to truthfully see how, how have I done something really great? What progress have I made? And then allow yourself to gain the confidence from that situation, from valuing it. Allow yourself the permission to own the win, the confidence, the progress, so that here's the reason, so that you can take it into what you do in the future and compound it, exponentially increase the, the, the speed at which you improve because now you're operating out of confidence and belief, like strong belief versus doubt and disappointment. That is why you would do this. And so how do you value the progress? Valuing the progress is really a simple discipline. It comes down to a muscle, like a decision and a thought that you actually have to work on, right? You have to work this muscle out. It's about setting the big goal. And then at each milestone, when you look back, when you go to measure or rate yourself on how you're doing, you value and you look at the progress that you've made since your last measurement as the primary measurement. It doesn't mean you can't measure against the big goal, but the, 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 the serious thing is, is that that big goal is always gonna move. So it's never going to be it. So why would you measure against it every single time as your primary measurement? You're just setting yourself up for, for unhappiness and failure, right? Like, so it's important to have, but primary measurement should be that progress. Seeing the good things gives you confidence to keep going. Feeling like a failure slows you down. And for most of us, your goals will be consistently changing. So you'll never actually achieve the ultimate goal. And that doesn't mean that you shouldn't have the ultimate goal. Just means that you shouldn't compare it as your primary measurement against where you currently are. Otherwise, you're always disappointed. In fact, you're even more disappointed when you win when it's not the thing that you thought it would be, right? And that's a really convoluted, ridiculous topic, uh, idea, but us as humans, that's what we do. And this is where most entrepreneurs sit and it slows you down and it, and it, and it, and it, and it makes it makes for a, an unenjoyable life rather than speeding you up. Here are the steps to valuing the progress. Number one, set big giant goals. You need something to pursue. Just realize that those are always going to be changing right? So you need to like be aware of that and measure against something else, but set big giant goals. Number two, understand that those goals will constantly move. So you'll always be moving your own goalposts. So don't be surprised when you don't hit what you were expecting. Number three, periodically or at each milestone, look back at your past self and visualize that person. Number four, compare yourself to that person or, or where your business was back then, all right? Start comparing, visualize that person or that business and where you are today. Number five, notate the progress. How exactly did you grow in that path? Like what were the things that happened? how did you grow in that path? Number six, note what was extraordinary about that progress. Like what was really, really good? It's important because we're building assets 
that we can use to compound to actually build confidence and belief so we can continue. That's important. It's, a, it's actually a mind game. You literally have to look for these things, right? It's easy to look for the bad things. You need to look for the good things. All right, number seven, note what you learned. Note down what you learned from that growth. All right, so we want to learn some things. That's really important. Number eight, note what you could have done differently. And notice I didn't say what you did bad or that you should change, but what, what you could have done differently. The reason is, is it's a choice. Feeling like you have to do something or you did something bad is not a, is not a encouraging thought, okay? And so while that may be the case, frame it a little bit differently so that you can actually gain something from it. What can you do differently? Number nine, adjust your future goal. So you're always gonna move those goalposts. So you gotta adjust it, make it bigger, adjust whatever it may be, like adjust that goal. Number 10, decide what your future self must look like to achieve that new adjusted goal. Okay, so you, your, your past self was someone different. Your current self is a different person as well. Your future self is gonna have to be someone different to actually achieve that goal and to do those things. Number 11, adjust your strategy and your tactics to go after becoming that person and achieving that goal. All right, and number 12, continue and optimize. So continue moving and then you start this again. This is how we value the progress. And it's not a nice to have thing. It's a smart thing, right? Seeing the progress made is motivating. Seeing the shortfall against the goal that you keep moving is demotivating. So one gives you belief and expectation. The other creates doubt and disappointment. One makes, you, makes winning enjoyable. The other makes you actually feel worse with every win that you get because it wasn't good enough. The bottom line is valuing the process and the progress will make winning easier and more enjoyable and essentially a guarantee. And so I hope this helps you live out a high performance and more successful life. For more tips like this from me or to work with me, Visit kennethott.com or kenott.com. That's K-E-N-O-T-T.com. And until next time, thanks and never stop growing.